0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Barnes University Radio. Back with another review: Tennessee Titans at Minnesota Vikings. Another victory, three straight, by the score of thirty-one thirty. Another game-winning field goal from what they're calling the Goatkowski <laughs> there in Tennessee, and yeah, that's a perfect way to start the uh, segment. Is how well. Steven Goskowski has been playing since his abysmal first game as a Titan and then even had a miss there versus the Jaguars in week two. Um, And, you know, going back to when he did do that, right, we talked about how a contingency plan here at Barnes University was already in place with a kicker named Kai Forbath, who went 11 for 11 last season between two teams and is currently on the practice squad for the Panthers as of September 28th, 2020. Um, but obviously, it's a different narrative if you lose that game because of Goskowski's three missed field goals. That's nine points, nine potential points. But we end up winning that game. That is definitely the difference between narratives, storylines, and what it means. Because losing to that Denver team week one and seeing how bad... Or uh, bad. I'm just going to say bad. They've played um, all year thus far. And and let's let's be fair. They've had some injuries. So that that's fair. Um, but like I said, he's really picked it up. And I even said, you know, this is he's the type of player. And it will be funny and almost like, you know, poetic justice for him to redeem himself and not miss a kick. You know, and so far he's only missed I think one since the Denver game, one or two, and he's been obviously spot on since then. And really, like I said, tech, like I said, technique, confidence, and when you get on those streaks, that's when kickers are at their best. So we we already knew that. That's nothing new. So two minutes in, be so good series was another success three weeks straight where we talked about how the Tennessee Titans can win, how the other team can possibly. Uh, find weaknesses on the Titans and what do we do through that? We obviously show and learn a great deal about two teams instead of one and we also give the Titans tidbits on how they can uh, uh, prevent some of these downfalls as well as advertising the ability to foresee a game and, and, and having fun with coming up with game plans. So one of the things that we looked at be so Good series was last week with the Vikings was, a team that was very close to victory on several different occasions in their first two games. And you had to ask yourself, was it the players or was it the scheme? I quickly found out that was more about the spacing and the timing of when they use certain players. You know, I I said that they had to start utilizing their assets, such as Justin Jefferson, such as uh, Irv Smith Jr. and B.C. Johnson and getting cooked the ball, played a more of a bully ball, more of a clock control game, and that's what they did. I said take the occasional shot plays versus um, uh, younger players, um, their younger corners, um, or take occasional shot plays against Jonathan Joseph. And then for the Titans, definitely take shot plays um, versus their young, younger corners and stay the course. Don't go away from the run game when you get down. And a lot of times with the Titans, they're so – different that they can actually come back in multiple ways they can come back while still staying you know confident in their run game they can come back with a good you know strike or two in the past game right play action vertical horizontal concepts I talked about play action vertical game with they you know they did the exact same play basically by design but on the opposite side of the field with um Khalif Raymond um versus my first round pick Um, For BU uh, for the Titans and Jeff Gladney was an excellent route. It's very difficult one on one to defend that route as a corner because he could have easily ran a corner route or an out route or a stop route right there. But he he got Jeff Gladney to open his hips the other way and broke back towards the middle of the field for big gain. That's great route running by uh, Khalif Raymond. That's the type of plays that you needed versus this team. You checked off two things, play action vertical game, and you attacked a young corner. So this is very easy. I love, I I would probably say that I probably love game planning and and like in-season roster maneuvering more than like watching tape on college guys. To be honest, I feel like I'm, I feel I get more, you know, satisfaction after, Uh, you know, within every week, when I game plan versus an opponent, and when I'm trying to find, you know, free agents that nobody know of, or nobody ever, you know, they don't even know they exist, right, I I love doing that, you know, it's it's an unconscious, subconscious, I guess, um, love, I really do enjoy going through And finding and figuring out little details that nobody's talking about. Like what what we talk about, it be so good. I don't care about the views. I don't care about necessarily, you know, who you know, the 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 listeners. Right. I don't care about the amount because whoever respects it will respect it. And I'm going to obviously try to get it heard um, to other people. But like it's not about that. It's about like challenging yourself. Right. It's it's about getting better. But overall, this this game was um, up and down. I think the Titans, you know, were the Titans. This is who they are. Like their identity is to me is set in stone. It, it's a, it's as good as it gets. Their identity is I'm going to run the football and I'm going to work off a of play action. My quarterback can make every throw. Right. We, he can make every NFL throw. You know, we're not making ridiculous Patrick Mah- Mahomes throws, but we're, we're, we are we're can run an efficient offense with this quarterback. Um, our defense makes timely plays, especially our front seven this year. Last year it was a combo deal, right? Our defensive backs have to catch up to that, have to start playing better. Um, and I've seen teams with poor defenses still win championships, and it was just due because of their timeliness. And, uh, you know, and then having an offense that can score in bunches at any given time is a benefit. You know, there was a statistic that I tweeted out shortly after the game that said the Tennessee Titans three victories have come against opponents that only have one victory versus eight losses in the first three weeks. Um, Their next two opponents, the Steelers and the Bills, they're a combined six and oh. And they've been impressive in their victories, just like the Titans. And a lot of people want to say, well, the Steelers, they ha- every team that they've beaten have been winless. So the Steelers' three victories come against teams who are a combined 0 and 9. That's three teams they've beat that are 0 and 9, right? And people say, why aren't we talking about that? Well, f- people in Titans Nation, Titans Land, we are enthusiastic about the Titans, not the Steelers. So we're not going to bring up that stat. But if you were to ask me who's been the better team within that 3 game range, I would say offensively the Titans, but defensively the Steelers. That's simple. What wins games? Usually it's your defense. So and they're undefeated. So they know how to find ways to win just like we do. So we finally get to test who we really are against a team these next 2 weeks. Is how you go about it. Right. When you get to the playoffs, you're not going to be playing. You're not going to be playing the Denver Broncos. You're not going to be playing the Minnesota Vikings. They're not even in your conference. You're going to be playing the Steelers. You're going to be playing the Buffalo Bills of the world. Right. You're not going to be playing those, you know, powder puffs, quote unquote, at this point in time. You know, any team can turn it around. But at this point in time, that's who you played and you barely won. But a win is a win. Cue the, like I said, the ugly win quotes and all of that crap. At the end of the day, you either got to make some personnel moves or you got to change some stuff up. And that's it, right? This game, you saw the emergence of Jeffrey Simmons. I don't want to end this podcast without mentioning his dominant game. Um, I I really like what Jonu did, making tough catches early in the game, tough catches later in the game. Really what we talked about. Um, last week about him becoming more of a volume guy, not just being schemed. He had one drop that was, well, I guess you don't necessarily call that a drop or what I'm talking about when he was going down the right side of the uh, field and he kind of tipped it. It was kind of an overthrow more of a on the line ball where if Tannehill gives it a little bit more air. He can open up and make that catch. Um, you don't want to necessarily, necessarily give it air and lead him on the inside. You want to kind of back shoulder it a little bit. But um, other than that, I'm really impressed with who so far. That's the type of game that I want to see him do more of is that volume catches where he gets like seven to ten catches as opposed to three catches. Yes, they go for touchdowns, but they were highly schemed. At that rate, you could highly scheme Anthony Fergster two scores. You know what I mean? If you get what I'm saying, you can highly scheme any player necessarily. You can scheme a pat. What do I mean by that? You have a specific play that you worked all week on that's going to work versus this defense in this area of the field. And yes, you have to trust to trust the player and his skill set. But at the end of the day, it's schemed rather than volume. When you get volume, it's 12, 15 touches. And, you know, it shows more consistency. It shows more trust. And it shows, you know, uh, a a better baseline level skill set at being a superstar. And I think Jonu is really coming into that role. You know, we'll talk about the Steelers. We're going to have a special guest on Be So Good. And we're going to kind of bring back the the remnants of assembling Titans when we had guests on. And we're going to talk. We got a special guest, special guest uh, dropping. We're going to drop this probably Saturday, Friday or Saturday. And uh, you guys are going to love it. Very informed um, talent evaluator. You're going to love it. So shout out Steven Gostkowski. Shout out Jeffrey Simmons. Shout out Johnu Smith. Shout out Khalif Raymond, your first 100-yard game. Um, shout out Corey Davis. He had a, a great uh, catch and run after catch to going down the left sideline where, you know, he's a he's a smooth-looking runner. And then shout-out, uh, Amani Hooker, for getting your first pick, you know, in your hometown area. That was awesome. Um, Fulton's looking good. You know, it's not all pessimistic. It's not all, you know, uh, judgmental and analytical over here. The Titans are winning games. They're 3-0. Back in the past, we'd be talking about how these games are going to come back to bite them. They're 3-0. Let's celebrate. Let's rejoice. But at the end of the day, we have to get better because there's better teams out there that where those mistakes are going to turn into losses. And it just is what it is. That's how it goes. So keeping it nice and short today, I think we covered a lot. Um, Be so good. Like I said, this week we have a special guest and I'll still probably do my own thing on live. But I definitely want to bring you guys extra insight in for this week versus a quality opponent in the Steelers. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you on the next one.